Meyer didn't have to remind me about Professor Ted because I had already said yes to that small, faraway voice. I had told her to stay put, and I would make it as soon as I could. And so I phoned an airline, went through my checklist of things to do when leaving the old houseboat for an indefinite time, packed, and took off, leaving Meyer to keep an eye on the store and hang on to any mail which might come. Everything I needed went into a bag small enough to go under the seat— I carried extra funds. Her voice had overtones of the deep miseries. Most solutions are available in your local shopping center at high prices. The call had caught me about one week into another segment of my retirement. I had made score enough for a half year of it this time, so I had ample cash in the hidey hole in the bow of the busted flush. I stocked the wallet handsomely and put the larger reserve supply in a safe place. I learned about the safe place long ago from a man who had to carry four complete sets of identity papers in his line of work. You get hold of one of the longer ace bandages for people with trick knees. I have one anyway, the left one. You divide the money into two equal stacks, fold each in half, wrap each stack in plyofilm, film, slip one under the bandage above the knee in front, one above the knee in back. No risk of losing. Nothing uncomfortable just comfortable presence. I bought my ticket amid the night people at the national counter at Miami. There are two ways to go, first and tourist. First is better. Everybody's lifestyle is jam-packed with as many small, arbitrary annoyances as the industrial, governmental bureaucracy can cram into it. So when you buy first class, you buy lower blood pressure, because when it comes right down to knit and grit— They call more decisions your way if you have an F after your flight number. And for a man who's 6'4 and a bit, with a 34-inch inseam, there is more sprawl room in F. I had a DC-10 to Los Angeles and found on arrival that, for reasons unknown, my connecting flight, originating in Chicago, had not yet left there. So I shopped the terminals in the first gray light of day and switched to Continental to a 747, to the window seat in the rearward starboard corner of first class, leaving in an hour and a half. The bigger the bird, the more you feel like something being processed, and that feeling is enhanced if you sit forward in first on a long flight in the 747, because they will sure God pull down the movie screen and then yank down the little slide that will cover your window. But, sir, it spoils the quality of the picture for the people watching the movie if your window lets any light in. And what crass person would spoil the movie for a small crowd of first-class klutzes 37,000 feet in the air? Airplanes are empty three weeks before Christmas. There is a little lull in there. I think we had seven jolly girls flouncing about, servicing fifteen customers. After the unreality at the terminal of being served pineapple Kool-Aid by a couple of yawning ladies in plastic grass skirts, and the further unreality of the inspection before boarding— a ceremony that any certified maniac could outwit, I caught a single tilted vista of Los Angeles in morning light, and the altitude and the sweep of the light gave it a strange appearance of total emptiness, a grid pattern of pale broken structures and rubble long abandoned, a place of small dry vines and basking serpents. Moments later I got a second rearward look from a higher place, and it was no longer city, but stale pizza sprinkled heavily with chopped nut meats. 
As soon as they had unstrapped, the hearty girls set about getting us bombed on Mary's, then nailed our feet to boards and crammed us chock full of airline food, depending on the dual stupor of booze and food, to drop us off to sleep. For the sleepless, the stereo-high fidelity of the sterilized, repackaged headsets with a choice of umpty channels or the sterilized, repackaged motion picture would keep them from bothering the stewardess crew with any demands for service. Halfway along, a great big stewardess, a king-size pretty, came back and stopped and looked at me in a troubled way. I wasn't eating, drinking, reading, listening to music, or watching the movie. I was sitting there with my eyes open. This was unthinkable. Would I like a drink, a magazine, a newspaper, maybe? In A.D. 3174, the busy, jolly no-sexicals on the planet Squanta 3 will sever our spinal cords, 